Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Medusa Asad. I'm here to give you a general reading for today. Keep in mind, this is a general reading, so it may or may not resonate with you. Alright, and this is timeless. I could be pulling energies from the past, present, or future, so take it however it resonates, only if it resonates, okay? If you're interested to see what the reading has in store for us tonight, then definitely stay tuned. Okay, so we have a different uh, song uh, here because, um, yeah, I accidentally deleted the intro song, so yeah, <laughs> that's why that's there. But anyways, um, we are pulling external energies that could be affecting us by ways of people, places, or things, situations, just relationships, partnerships, or solo ships, all right? Uh, the first card out the gate is fifth house. And fifth house talks about pleasures, games, fun, joy, that kind of thing. I think it has something to do with Leo. I think, I think it has something to do with the, yeah, Leo. And then I think Leo is with the, what is Leo? Is Leo like sun? Is it? It sure is. It sure most definitely is. Okay, so fun times ahead. All right, so let's see here. We have, oh my goodness, I totally forgot. I totally forgot. I said to myself I was going to do um, the Zodiacs. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll do Leo. Yeah, let's just, let's do Leo. Okay, um, yeah. Wow. I literally just totally forgot. So we're going to call this Leo, and let's see where this goes. All right, so we have here, all right, oh, wow, this is really beautiful energy here. We have, uh, what is this? This is considered the fall. Okay, so the fall, the first half, so transition. Okay. And um, let me see. What am I getting with this? It's, it's a really beautiful energy, but seeing as understand, well, understanding that this is more so of uh, energy of transition. It's like... could be the fall coming in, right? Yeah, because this is just the first half, right? So after summer comes fall, right? So this could be that energy there with that. Um, Leo's is in August, August, September. Um, I'm getting like a time frame. I, I guess that's the reason why I'm kind of like, doing this because it's coming across as a time frame of some sort so like from uh, from the summer fall vibe so September October right um, let's see here we have here this is considered the waning crescent so release a time for releasing and resting okay all right, let's see. Let's get one more. 
all right this is the 10th house okay hmm yeah um to me it comes across as like um It comes across as like with this uh, tenth house here because it talks about status of some sort, right? Achievements, right? Accomplishments, right? And I feel like it's this energy of like old things dying out right? It's also to this energy of drying out for some reason I'm getting. So things are like drying out, dying out, or drying out, right? It's also to coming across as like getting serious here. So if like money is drying out, right? Um, it's this energy of like being more responsible here right because uh, it does come across as like with this playful energy in these in the games and stuff it comes across as like spending splurging not really being attentive mindful of of uh, what we're doing right and so it's this energy of like really being um, connected with that energy that tells you like okay it's time to slow down kind of thing right it's like uh when it comes right it's like don't ignore it you know that's the kind of energy that i'm getting here with this um it could also be this energy of saving for the winter right because winter is coming that kind of energy right and so it's this energy of preserve okay Preserve, conserve, I think. Is that, no, consolidate? Those, one of those words came to me. Um, and I was just like, huh? <laughs> right? And so that's the energy that I'm getting here as well. So this could be in the future, right? Saving for the winter. Um, I'm trying to think. Because I'm, I'm thinking about squirrels right now. And I don't know what time or when they prepare for the winter, for hibernation or whatever. But I know they start collecting acorns and stuff. And, like, you know, now I'm seeing, like, bears, right? Like, they just, like, eat and it's like, but they prepare for the winter. So, for you Leos out there, right, it's preparing for the winter. I think that's what I'm going to call it, right? So, uh, yeah, let's see. Let's dig a little bit deeper here. Preparing, saving for the winter. All right. Let's see. We're going to move on over to the Literary Witches Oracle deck. Okay. All right. We have here Transformation. Okay. Um... Okay, so when I look at this card, it does come across as like pretty sour, it looks really sour, like there's a cracked egg on here, and the egg yolk is like green, okay, and 
Yeah. I'm 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 really getting this energy of like expiration date expired old. Did we say that earlier out with the old? Um it could also to be this energy of um restoring in a sense. Okay, um things are changing with this transformation. Okay, and so um I'm just, I'm also getting this energy of, like, health as well, okay? So, if you do eat eggs, I'm not one to tell you what to do, but maybe, you know, if you are considering no longer having eggs anymore, maybe you shouldn't, you know? Because this person is biting an apple, and, um, you know, they say an apple a day keeps the doctors away, so... You know, um, but I'm also getting this energy of don't bite the apple eve. I think Jay-Z said, what, did he say that? I don't know. <laughs> right? And so it's this energy of, like, uh, lust in a sense, because I know the apple in this card or in this deck uh, talks about lust sometimes. And so it, it could be this energy of knowing that you're not supposed to do certain things, but then you just kind of want to indulge in it anyways, just for the sake of indulging, right? And so maybe it's this energy of not, right? Because it's like in the end or in the long run, it may come across as like a rotten decision, right? Um, uh, it, it could also too be a thing where it's like buying certain things, and then because you don't use it, it gets, it gets spoiled, right? So like old food kind of thing. And that tends to, and it's so funny because I was just talking to my kids about it because I have this thing. Well, they used to love bananas and I used to make green smoothies and all that stuff like that. But as of recently, I stopped. <laughs> uh, it's just out of just pure laziness. But um, I have this like it's like is an issue and it's always being you know brought to my awareness how I just buy these bananas and don't necessarily use them and just goes bad and it's not okay um so it's like I have to keep telling myself if I'm gonna do the banana things because I know I should I know I should implement more green juice smoothies into our diets because we just need it and um but it's like every single time I get the bag of kale, I get the bananas, you know, and I just never do it. And then it just goes bad. And then that money is wasted. And then that food is wasted. You know what I'm saying? And that's the energy that I'm getting here. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's see here. Let's see. Let's move on over. Not wait. Before we go into the archetypes card... Okay, um, another thought just came about. So, it's like for some is having to save for the winter, right? But it's also too is this energy of, because now I'm thinking of expiring, right? I remember a long, long time ago. Not sure when. And I can't really say the words like verbatim because I was pretty young at the time. But 
And this could have been a reason for the church to get people to, like, you know, <laughs> give them money. But um, I do remember at a, a point in time where a preacher of, or someone of, the, uh, of that sort was talking about money, the energy of money, and how it needs to constantly flow in order for you to, you know, get that, 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 um, in order for you to get money, right? So it's like when you hoard or hold on to the money, it stops the flow of income coming in, right? And so for some, it's, it kind of comes a bit tricky because it's like, wait, but you just said preserve for the, save for the winter, right? Um, to me, it comes across as preparing, right? But, and it could be from anything, like, you know, purchasing canned goods or whatever, right? Investing in certain things, you know, whatever. It could be even saving too. But what came to me as I went to go get my other, the Archetypes deck, it was just this energy, the, the thought of like, for some, hoarding or harboring, whichever word that is, the money, for some reason, it stops the flow of the income coming in, right? So we don't want to treat the money as if we have to um, hide it or like, you know, save it and like not spend it, right? Because that energy or that low frequency of feeling as if the money's going to run away, right? It can create that environment where the money just up and disappears, right? And so to me, I guess the thing to do in this situation is to spend responsibly, right? We don't want to hold on to it and not allow that flow to come in and throughout the household or, you know, into your wallet or whatever the case may be, right? It's just like having that, um, that flow happen, right? But it's just, it just comes across as responsibly, you know? You don't want to, because it, it, it's like, um, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of like a, uh, uh, like a, what do you call those things? Like in a factory? Because I'm thinking about Lucy. <laughs> um, I love Lucy. I think when uh, she was at, like, working at a conveyor belt in the factory um, w it, with chocolate or something like that. And it's this energy of that, that flow and the rhythm of it. You know what I'm saying? Staying with the rhythm, right? So don't spend unless you got it kind of thing, right? Because it's like, to me, it comes across as if you're, if the chocolate is coming down the line, imagine the chocolate as money or whatever, and you have the money in your hand, you hold on to it, right? You stop the flow of, because it's like you hold on to that, 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 that chocolate or that, that pint of that coin or that pint of money or whatever the case may be, right? You hold on to it, you're, uh, and then that, that conveyor belt just keeps going, and you're missing out on collecting on more. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then what happens is if you then decide, I'm going to hold on to this, right, and then 
you uh, just collect, 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 right? Um, the money is not being able to like flow where it needs to go kind of thing. And so you're just sitting on all of this and it's just like, you know, that, that fear of like letting it go, right? It causes you after a while to, it like falls out of your hands. You know what I'm saying? Like just imagine holding like a, just a whole bunch of chocolate, right? And it's just falling out of your hands, right? Um, and so to me, I guess the responsible thing to do would be, like, if this is, like, a conveyor belt of some sort, you know, it's like you have the chocolate, right? Do what you need to do with the chocolate. Let the chocolate go once you receive the next chocolate thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like a rhythm of some sort, right? Where it's like, so in this case, I would say, you know, like I said, spending responsibly only if you need to kind of thing in order for you to stay in that rhythm of, you know, um, you know, that, that flow of money, if that makes sense. Right. Um, yeah, that's all I'm getting. <laughs> so, that. so let's move on, moving on. Right. So let's see here. Right, because also, too, it, it, I'm getting this energy of, like, hang on a second. Oh, that is a lot, so we're going to put that back. Because um, it comes across as also, too, like, not being able to live, right? I have this issue. It's very close to home, right, where a person just is so in fear of not having any money that they just want to hold on to the money, for dear life, and then the house becomes, you know, it's so dull, right, it's so dull, you know, life is happening, it's passing them by, and it's like they're not able to experience life because they're just constantly, constantly living in that fear of, you know, just wanting to hold on to money, it causes, like, issues within relationships, right, the kids is not able to have a lot of fun to, to go out and to explore and to do things and to have adventures and all that stuff like that. And it keeps you in that, that energy in that bubble of like dullness. Right. And so that's the energy that I'm getting here with that. Like you don't want to hold on to it because it's like, it, you ask yourself, why are you holding on to the money? Right. Why it's and and what's happening? What is the effect of that? It's creating a dull environment is creating a, you know, a boring environment where you're not able to have fun and to enjoy life, right? It's creating an environment of fear, right? You're constantly feeling as if like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to, it's just this fear of being broke, this fear of not having it. And you just, that becomes your reality. And so every decision you make is because of this fear of not having money. That's no fun, right? It's pretty stressful. So it's like, you gotta go, there's, there's like a rhythm here, right? You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to miss the step, get on the beat, get, you know, like stick to the beat, get on rhythm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't want to be off the beat. You don't want to come before it or after it. Just get on the beat. All right. <laughs> All right. So the archetype card here we have is martyr. So light attributes, learning the transcendent, 
transcendent <laughs> learning the transcendent nature of service to oneself are or or cause okay so shadow attribute addiction to self-pity okay so let's do that again because I completely butchered that so light attribute says learning the transcendent nature of service to oneself or a cause okay and um, shadow attribute addiction to self-pity all right so uh yeah let's see here let's get a popsicle stick all right we have sun ending okay so to me today this comes across as the sun in the sky right uh, and this ending right it's like winter after summer comes fall after fall comes winter all right and so um yeah let's see here let's go on over to the let's go over to the um tarot deck yeah like for me I'm getting this energy of like you know pick I don't for some reason wanted to I wanted to say pick a struggle right but what I meant to say was pick pick a lifestyle of choice you know what I'm saying it's like what is it that you want to do right and then choose to do that and do it responsibly right you don't have to be all over the place trying to chase every little thing because it, it causes you to say for instance it's like oh this summer I want to have fun right okay have having fun doing what you know what I'm saying if you don't know exactly what it is that you're trying to do here it's like you find yourself doing anything that you consider fun right or it seems fun right so it, it could be like this just all over the place energy of okay I want to take a trip I, I want to you know take up dancing Latin dancing uh, I want to you know um, uh, learn a language I want to you know go out every month or every Friday or something like that right and so it's like okay hang on a second just how you want to have fun this summer doing what in particular right is it you want to travel okay make it just be about that right but it's also to being responsibly doing it responsibly is what I mean to say right start traveling in state you know where is where you can just put some gas money in you can drive you can do those things right um as opposed to saying okay I'm gonna I got a, a you know I got a stack I'm a book of a, a flight all the way across the world right but then you know like if you do that you're not gonna have the funds to handle your responsibilities for doing other things you know what I'm saying so it's like it's like pick pick a pick a pick a lane right and stick to it as well right uh, so that you don't find yourself just being irresponsible with the things that you're trying to accomplish here um, and you're able to maintain your status aka your your you know your finances you know your your happiness you know like status can come across as financially stable you know in debt right rich that kind of thing right 
Um, and so it's like maintaining something here, but also too, not being, it's like kind of be in the middle here, right? Like you don't want to overindulge and you don't want to not indulge. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of want to have fun, but it's like having fun responsibly, right? All right, so um, we have Eight of Wands here, okay? So this could be this energy of this need to want to, you know, get get going, like do something, right? I, I just want to do something. But what is that something? Ask yourself that first before you just take flight because you'll find yourself just doing just any old thing. It's like a compulsive kind of thing, and you just kind of go out of control, right? And so there's this need to kind of like, get a foot in and what it is and then get on that rhythm, right? And be and 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 stay on that on that rhythm. Ace of Wands in the present, yeah, for sure. This need to want to just move, to do something, right? It could be that feeling that you're feeling uh in regards to just doing something. You know what I'm saying? Um let's see here. We have the six of six of wands here. Yeah, you could be feeling pretty lucky. You could be feeling like you want to just spoil yourself here. With we got the six of cups as well, right? And so it's wanting to spoil yourself, wanting to do some do some things that kind of bring out the six of cups to me. Definitely comes across as like um, that that uh, fifth house vibes, right? That 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 inner child's like giggles happiness right um pleasures if you will um it's it's just this energy of really just wanting to just laugh and have a really good laugh and have a really good time right um it could be also too wanting to you know do things with your family right wanting to do family trips go out right um and it's like okay let's be responsible we can do the zoo, we can do the museum, we can do, you know, things that don't require too much money, right, where you're just, like, overspending, and then you're just left uh, depleted in the end, right, so it's like doing those little family trips or something like that, that is affordable, you know what I'm saying, um, because we don't want to be, in we don't want to be compulsive, right? We have to, like, be responsible here. The challenge here is the Eight of Pentacles. Yeah, so it's like, you know, work with what you got here with this Eight of Pentacles, right? Now, it might also, too, be because you don't have, like, the necessary, the necessary finances to do this, right? Because it comes across, because if we was to take that um, example we had, with the conveyor belt, the I Love Lucy and the chocolate scene, right? It's like, um, uh, instead, it can be just work, right? So it's like you're working and you have your paycheck at the end, right? And it's this thing of, okay, I'm spending more than what I'm making. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's that energy of like having to kind of tone back to be responsible all right so we overcome this here with the star okay um i feel like when it comes down to the star is maintain maintenance maintaining of some sort okay um it's this energy of like to me the way that i'm seeing it is like um 
Because if you see the star, and I'm just reading this intuitively right now, the way that I'm seeing how this star is moving right now is the star is, and I don't know if it's loans, right? Because it, it does come across as borrowing or loans of some sort, but it comes across as like, or maybe savings, I don't know. But it's this energy of like um, that flow, right? Where Where is it going? Is it necessarily coming back? Essentially, yes, it can potentially come back, right? Because the way that I'm seeing it is uh, the, the star is pouring the cup onto the ground. And if you understand, you know, how evaporation, precipitation, all of that works, eventually the water comes, goes back up into the clouds and then, you know, you're able to, it's able to rain again, right? And then fill the lake back up, right? But that is a process, right? Um, but the way that I'm seeing it here is imagine you taking all that uh, water from the lake and just constantly, uh, you know, spilling it onto the ground, right? Eventually that lake runs dry, right? You deplete that lake of its running water. You know what I'm saying? Um, the ground is like, wet and soiled and all that stuff like that, right? So whoever it is that you're giving the money to, they don't, they, their pockets don't got swelled up with, you know, with money, right? With your money, right? And so I feel like to me, it's this energy of once again, rhythm, right? Not overdoing it, right? Not being compulsive and then just overly spending. You know what I'm saying? It's like being responsible, <laughs> Um, now, although I'm talking about money, right, uh, this could be applied to anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be applied to a relationship, right? It could be applied to, you know, energy exchange, right? So if you don't have that much energy to get, to give to someone or something, don't overly give that person that because you're going to be depleted of that energy. They're going to be swole up on your energy, their energy, right? And then it's just like, you know, are they able to give it back? You know what I'm saying? Right? Um, and so it's just, it's this thing of like, if you can, then sure. If you, if you, but also make sure you save some, you know, for the winter. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and that's pretty much what I'm getting here with that. Like, I like I had this uh, kind of example in my head, but it came across as, like, super selfish. Um, but I'm just going to say it anyways. <laughs> um, it's this energy of you have food. You know what I'm saying? And then um, there's someone that comes knocking on your door, and they're like, I'm hungry, right? It's like, sure, I, 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 I can feed you. I have food here, whatever the case may be, right? And then you cook for them or you give them a, a basket of food, right? And then because of that act of kindness, right, they're so grateful, happy, or whatever the case may be, you know? Cool. Next day, they come back again. You know, after that bucket, you know, that basket is finished, you know, um they're hungry again, right? Sure, I have enough, you know, but then you start to realize over time, if this pattern keeps happening, 
that you're slowly starting to not have as much, you know, food in your pantry or whatever, right? But it's like, who knows what they're doing? Either they're saving it for themselves, or either they're eating it, whatever the case may be, right? That's their, that's, that's none of your business in a sense, even though it's kind of sort of yours, but it's not, right? Because what they choose to do, you know, is their business, right? Um... And so it's this energy of like, okay, so you're slowly going down in your stocks, right? Um, and it's because like you're giving and then you're not being replenished for those stocks. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so it's this energy of like giving what you can, but not giving everything. You know what I'm saying? Um making sure you kind of have some, you know, stored away for the winter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like, a story. I feel like I kind of do, but I don't really know of a story that I can say where it has that kind of example, right? When you're just, when a person's just giving to someone and they're just taking, and then you're left with nothing, right? Um, I guess it is, I think, because it comes across as, like, the boy in the tree or a kid in a tree or the man in a tree, where the the guy come or the person comes to the tree and then picks from the tree the uh the apple or whatever and then eventually the tree is doesn't doesn't have any more apples to give kind of thing um i don't know what that story is but it's coming to me but that's the kind of energy that i'm getting here and so it's this feeling here of whatever this is right because i i feel like it takes a while it takes like a whole cycle right for that tree to bear fruit again. So it's this energy of giving what you can, but don't overgive or overshare or overspend or, or overdo something, right? Because you need to save for the winter or save for a rainy day. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, uh, that's the energy that I'm getting here with that. Uh, but like I said, this could be in regards to anything. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. That was my kid, but let me, okay. So, <laughs> It's actually called the Given Tree. Okay, so I kind of want to read a little bit about this. So it says, The Given Tree is an American uh, children's uh, picture book written and illustrated by Shel Silverstein. Okay, first published in 1964 by Harper and Rowe. It has become one of Silverstein's or Silverstein's best-known titles and, and has been translated into numerous languages. Okay, so this book has been described as one of the most divisive books in children's literature. The controversy stems from whether the relationship between the main characters, a boy and the eponymous tree, should be interpreted as positive, i.e. the tree gives the boy selfless love, or negative, the boy and the tree have an abusive relationship. Okay, so the book follows the lives of an apple tree and a boy who developed a relationship with one another. The tree is very giving and the boy evolves into a taking teenager, a middle-aged man, and finally an elderly man. Despite the fact that the boy ages in the story, the tree addresses the boy as boy his entire life. In his childhood, the boy enjoys playing with the tree, climbing her trunk, swinging from her branches, carving me and tea. Uh, into the bark and eating her apples. However, as the boy grows older, he spends less time with the tree and tends to visit her only when he wants material items or various stages of his life or not coming to the tree alone, such as bringing a lady friend to the tree and carving 
me and YL. Her initials often assumed to be an acronym for Young Love into the tree. In an effort, in, in an sorry, in an effort to make the boy happy at each of these stages, the tree gives him parts of herself, which he can transform into material items such as money from her apples, a house from her branches, and a boat from her trunk. With every stage of giving, the tree was happy. In the final pages, both the tree and the boy feel the sting of their receptive giving and taking nature when only a stump remains for the tree, including the carving M and T. She is not happy, at least at the moment. The boy does return as an, a tired elderly man to meet the tree once more. She tells him she is sad because she cannot provide him shade, apples, or any materials like in the past. He ignores this because his teeth are too weak for apples, and he is too old to swing on branches, and too tired to climb her trunk and states that all he wants is a quiet place to sit and rest, which the tree is weak being just a stump, wait, which the tree who is weak being just a stump could provide. With this final stage of giving, the tree was happy. All right, so with all that being said, you know, just take it however you want. So um, let's see here, the foundation here, we have the three of swords here, the eight of swords, Okay, King of Wands, okay, and the Hermit. Okay, so what comes to me, what comes across here is this this feeling here of regretting decisions. Okay, so, it, you know, keeping into the whole thing of us talking about, like, responsibilities and expenses and all that stuff like that. The Three of Swords comes across as making a bad decision in a sense that kind of keep gets you in a bind right this bind can be debt or whatever the case may be or it gets you in a situation where you you kind of feel like all right i don't like i have to figure out how to get myself out of this situation with this king of wands and this hermit right so it's like now you got to go back to the drawing board and kind of like figure some things out right is what i'm getting here with that um in the past here we have the knight of swords okay seven of swords okay um and the two of pentacles here so it does come across as like um your focus is not necessarily on your responsibilities it comes across here with the seven of swords of thinking of a master plan in order to do something other than what you're supposed to actually really be doing right it's like you got uh duties to tend to but it's like your focus is elsewhere so say like if a person is supposed to be handling responsibilities Right, it's like, yeah, but I don't know, I'm kind of thinking of going out. I'm kind of thinking of buying this thing. I'm kind of thinking of indulging in this. You know what I'm saying? And so with this two of pentacles here, it kind of comes across as like, okay, now it's like, you know, when it all kind of hits the fan, it's like things become a bit too much, right? A bit overwhelming here, which is usually the energy with the two of pentacles here, the heart space, we have the two of cups, okay? And the three of wands. Yeah, I, I get this energy of like with this two of cups here in the three of wands, it's this energy of learning how to be more in alignment with uh planning things in regards to longevity, right? So things that can la last long, right? Uh, instead of like uh compulsive right nowness, it's like, okay, like do I have uh things that I need in order to 
you know, save me for, you know, for future endeavors type thing, right? Um, it's this energy of planning accordingly, right? And, um, you know, it's like kind of having, it's like being in alignment with like uh, some kind of structure of some sort that allows you to be able to um, make things happen for you in regards to like overcoming obstacles in some, in, in a sense, right? But also too, it's this energy of align, things aligning with you in that way, uh, where you're able to, uh, have things done, right? Like whatever plans you have, right? It is able to like, kind of like meet you halfway kind of thing is what I'm trying to say here, right? So if the goal here is to say, for instance, you know, eventually, so if we said in the beginning, we said we wanted to like travel, right? And so we have to start small now, right? But eventually along, you know, long, along, long down the line, right? It's like, I want to travel, you know, somewhere else, like somewhere further, right? Because we've stacked our coins, right? and we spent responsibly, eventually that goal is able to meet us halfway by ways of you have saved, right? Uh, you have planned accordingly, right? You have handled your responsibilities, right? And you're able to make that purchase and the purchase doesn't put a dent in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Right? Um, is what I'm getting here with that, right? And I feel like that's what that, it, like the issue is not knowing how to plan accordingly, with this two of cups and this three of wands, right? Not allowing yourself to, to me, it comes across as a desire of some sort, right? Uh, this compulsive energy, uh, being with or in union with a, a, a responsible partner. These are both aspects of self, right? And, um, just being able to stay balanced within that so that the compulsive side doesn't, uh, have the say so. And then the, you know, that logical, you know, analytical side doesn't cause you to, uh, put yourself in that space where it's like, it's like a, uh, an environment where you're not able to like have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's, it's this energy of like, both parties can need to learn how to compromise so that, you know, we can have everyone, everyone is happy. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, it comes across as a, say like if there's like a relationship of some sort and it's someone here, I will say just based off stereotype wise, a feminine energy wants to go shopping all the time, wants to do this all the time, always is, you know, on Amazon or, you know, on Groupon trying to like, you know, uh, trying to like do stuff, go out, travel, whatever the case may be. And then there's the husband and he's just like, I don't want to do it. I don't like, I just, I don't think it's, you know, it's like that. There's like a friction here and you're not able to like make anything happen where both per people are like happy or whatever the case may be. So it's like coming together, compromising so that both parties can be happy. So the person can find, you know, that happiness and getting what they want. Right. And it's like from both sides, right? It's like comfort, right? For comfort's sake, right? And being able to accomplish things, right? Um, and so, yeah, it, it, with this three of wands, it does come across as problem solving in a sense, right? Um, 
and really just uh, uh, implementing uh, uh, compromising uh, actions, right, in order to get things achieved and done. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm getting here. All right, we also have here the Eight of Cups, all right, and the Queen of Swords, okay? And so I feel like when it comes down to this, the Eight of Cups, Queen of Swords, is this, is this energy of having to walk away from the, um, it's like walking away from overindulgence in a sense, right? Uh, I feel like it's this energy of, you know, certain things or certain habits have not proven to uh, be able to uh, be sustainable moving forward, right? And so it's this energy of having to uh, do what is necessary in order to uh, create a better environment so that it's sustainable moving forward, right? I feel like with the Queen of Swords, it's definitely this energy of learning from mistakes, past mistakes, learning from lessons, right, and implementing them and applying them into the present, right? What can I do in order to get me more? You know what I'm saying? Like, with this Eight of Cups, is this energy of, like, I've gotten, maybe, like, say, for instance, I've got paid a lot of money or, you know, like, we just went through, like, all these stimulus checks and all that stuff like that. And so it's, like, now, like, maybe that well has run dry, right? And so it's, like, asking, how did I run through all that money? You know what I'm saying? Or just anything, you know, I know I'm talking about money right now. I just don't understand. I just don't know how to talk about anything else because it's so comfortable here. And so, um, yeah. And so I feel like, you know, for whatever situation is really just understanding like, okay, how can I apply this new knowledge to uh, my present day life so that I can be better at this, right? Because the Eight of Cups is pretty, it's pretty comfortable, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty solid, right? It's a lot, but that Nine of Cups, Ten of Cups, you know, it's like you're so close, right? And more blessings is coming here, because that, the next step is the Nine of Cups, right? And so there's this need to, with whatever abundance is coming here, because it's coming, you going towards it, you're heading towards it, is about being responsible here with this Queen of Swords, Right? And this is also this energy of having to tell yourself no, even though you don't want to, right? Uh, it's like, sh can I do this? I can. Sh sure, yeah, you could. But is it necessary? Maybe not, right? So let's see here. The future here, we have the lovers here, okay? We have here ten of swords, okay? Four of wands, all right, five of cups. Okay. Queen of cups. All right. So I feel like in regards to this situation, uh, with this lovers here, it could be a Gemini, uh, the star here. We have Aquarius. What else do we see here? Not many major arcanas, which is okay. Uh, the hermit here, we have uh, Virgo. Okay. Um, so I feel like, I feel like um, what comes about here with this, right, what comes about here is really uh, a choice in regards to 
with this lovers here. It's like a choice in regards to what it is that you're indulging in right now and putting an end to it with this Ten of Swords, right? And I do feel like uh, this is definitely coming across as like um, indulgences uh, of some sort, overindulgences of some sort, right? You're having to, you're having to let certain things go here with this Five of Cups, right? All right, so technical difficulties. <laughs> um, okay, so I okay, <laughs> I ended off with talking about the Five of Cups, but I done I I I ended it right. I was gonna take my break, so I have to remember what I was talking about before. But to sum it up, uh, I think I was saying with the Queen of Cups, right, is this energy of, of living comfortably, okay, and that energy of just knowing when you're able to live comfortably, uh, there's this, this feeling here of, like, content, like, you're feeling really good, you're feeling really happy. I also pulled, because I was being a little nosy, the Four of Swords and the Four of Cups, right, is this energy of being patient, but also, too, if you're feeling tempted, right, in regards to something here, it's really just asking yourself, like, do I really need it? You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it, it comes across as like when a person knows that you have money and so they just kind of want to sell you something here. And it's this energy of like, you, you, when you're feeling in that comfortable, good space of like, I know I can get it if I want to, but should I? Mm. And you kind of toy with that idea. It's that kind of feeling, that energy of knowing like you got it and you can if you want it to, right? Uh, is that kind of level of comfortability that I'm talking about, but also it's really just asking yourself, like, do I really need it here with this four of swords here in this four of cups? Okay. Uh, that's pretty much, I mean, I probably said more stuff, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take a break and then I'll come back with the advice from, well, you know, I can do it now because I definitely did take my break. So what I'm going to do here is, um, get... I'm going to pull a card from the Whispers of Lord uh, Ganesha. We'll do one card. All right. And so we have Drive. So let's see. This is 14. Let's see if we can find it. All right. So Drive. So confidence as well as unity of purpose and control are desirable. So Ganesha urges you to think about getting back to the basics. It is a great time to lighten your load or simplify your life. You may have had a tendency to overextend yourself or overcommit to social activities. Cut back on your schedule so you can zero in on something that you are called to do. This card indicates new motivation or inspiration. If you have been feeling stuck in a situation or in finding a solution, rest assured the energy is going to start moving again. You do not have to choose to go alone on your path. Make sure that if you do bring others with you that they have the same goals and objective, objectives in mind. Pay attention not to linger in relationships or friendships that are going nowhere or settle just because you feel obligated. This is not a time to be complacent. If you want to create changes in your work, explore what your options might be. There might be an increase in finances, but this is not a time to be spending money. What did we say? What did we say? <laughs> okay, so bide your time and prepare for what is coming. What did we say? What did we say? I get so excited. <laughs> I get so excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so this might 
also indicate that a trip or extended travel is on the horizon. <laughs> Don't touch the computer, sir. Please do not touch the computer. That's what actually stopped the recording earlier. All right, so what did we say? What did we say? <laughs> this is so awesome. Oh, all right. So let's see here. Let's let's do this other pass here again. You could be dealing with a cancer. <laughs> um, let me see. All right, we have. All right, let's do. I just wanted to do one pass. Okay, so you guys got two gemstones slash crystals. So let's see what this says. So we have moonstone. All right, so nurturing divine feminine. Okay, intuitive. Okay, so drawing power from the divine feminine moonstone connects you to goddess energy, activating your intuition. Moonstone can boost uh, clairvoyant gifts and metaphysical powers, asking that you trust in the unknown beyond what you can see in this realm. The reflective nature of the crystal is much like the moon phases themselves, a cycle of change from new beginnings to full release. Moonstone balances masculine energy with the feminine touch, teaching the art of receptivity and serendipity. It is especially potent during the waxing moon. Okay, so we have Cancer, Libra, Scorpio, and Moon. All right. Lastly, we have here Citrine, so creativity, happiness, manifestation. A powerful and energizing stone, Citrine derives its warmth from the rays of the sun and shines positivity wherever it is needed. Okay, like vitamin C for the soul, Citrine works its magic on both physical and emotional levels, transmuting negativity into light-filled vibes and positivity. A great stone for enhancing one's prosperity as well, Citrine magnifies your creativity to inspire manifestation. Known as the light maker, it encourages fresh beginnings, new ideas, and living life to the fullest. Accept the abundance that is coming your way. Aries, Gemini, Leo, Libra, and the sun. Okay. Let's see here. We're going to close this out. All right, so we have here, what do you really want? All right, I think we asked that question earlier, all right, um, when I was talking about, like, pick a lane or, like, pick a struggle or something like that. All right, so this is pretty much all that I got with for you guys. All right, thank you so, so much for tuning in. If you're still here, I hope I was able to help you out in any way, shape, or form. Okay, uh, be responsible here, all right? You got, if, you, if you're feeling like this is what she was kind of considering, but she wasn't really sure, this is your confirmation, okay? And so, yeah, just take it if you want. If you don't, that's totally cool, you know? Um, it's your choice always at the end of the day. So, um, yeah. All right, so good luck to you in your journey. Till next time, peace.